This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Anastasia. And it's Tuesday the 26th of April. Chipotle, the American fast food chain, is launching its very own $50 million venture capital Ooh. fund. They're going to be <laughs> investing in tech startups that can help them run their restaurants better. More than two-fifths of female investors started investing during the pandemic. That's according to a recent survey from eToro. And get this, 42% of current female investors began investing in 2020 or 2021. Love that, Sage. Three quite inspiring. Inspiring stories, if you ask me. Let's do it. For our first, Netflix says it may offer a lower-priced version with ads in order to boost revenue as its subscriber numbers drop away. Oh, spooky times for one of Earth's most loved brands, B-Man. Mm. Tell me more. Netflix is well-loved, but it ain't immune from what's going on in the world. There's inflation, the war in Ukraine, strong competition in the streaming industry. But here's where things get interesting, B-Man. The drop in subscriber growth prompted Netflix for the very first time to say it might offer a lower-priced version of the servers with advertising. It kind of makes sense, Stage. With TV viewership mm-hmm. on the decline, advertisers are moving to the growing number of streaming services that do actually offer ads. Here in Oz, that'd be 7 Plus, 9 Now, 10 Play, SBS On Demand. What I find juicy, though, B-Man, is that Netflix's CEO has resisted introducing ads for years. But last week, he conceded <laughs> that ad-supported plans at other streaming services are actually working. So what's the key learning? For Netflix, selling ads would require a massive change in their approach. After spending years focusing on attracting new subscribers and keeping them happy, Netflix will now potentially need to make advertisers happy too. Netflix has allowed marketing before in the form of Mm -hmm. product placement on their TV shows. But a lower price service with ad breaks would be new. Essentially, Netflix would offer brands another opportunity to get in front of the younger consumers that don't actually watch TV. And as the streaming subscription market becomes more saturated, an ad-supported tier of pricing could be Netflix's best option for growth. Uh Uh-huh, and at the end of the day, while hundreds of millions of homes pay for Netflix, well over half of the world's broadband homes don't do that yet. For our second story, global private equity giant KKR has partnered with a few big dog sovereign wealth funds and superannuation funds in a $20 billion plus offer for (laughs) Ramsey Healthcare. That's a lot of dollary dues, B-Man. What is Mm. happening here? Ramsey Healthcare is Australia's largest private hospital operator. It was founded in Sydney back in 1964. Now, the big dogs and cats that we mentioned earlier <laughs> want a major slice of Ramsey Beeman. This consortium, I love that word consortium, it includes Australian <laughs> super funds like HESTA plus offshore sovereign wealth funds like the Abu Dhabi Investment Authority. And their big, fat, juicy offer values Ramsey at $20.1 billion. Now, what's interesting here, Stage, is that Ramsey shares have been under quite a bit of pressure because it's had to fight its way through COVID. That's the same COVID that majorly impacted its operations because of bans on elective surgery like knee and Mm. hip replacements. If this bid is successful, the takeover would rank as the biggest private equity-backed buyout of an Australian company ever. Big things, B-Man. So what's the key learning? (laughs) Healthcare is attractive to investors because Australia ranks in the top 10 in the world in terms of healthcare costs relative to GDP. And healthcare expenditure per person. That's according to the OECD. So this takeover bid is a big bet on the Australian healthcare healthcare system. Which is actually expected to continue to grow as the Aussie population continues to grow. People are living longer and baby boomers have been seeking hip and knee replacements to have a better and more meaningful life. Hence why Ramsey just received a juicy takeover offer of more than 20 bill. For our third and final story, Tesla's revenue hit 18.7 billion for the first three months of the year, up from last year's 10 billion. But the company is still looking at increasing its prices. Pretty fascinating.
fascinating stuff here, Stage. <laughs> Tell me more. Tesla has faced several challenges in the first quarter. The global supply chain, rising transportation, labour and manufacturing costs. And these problems have limited its ability to run its factories at full capacity. Fortunately, though, Tesla reported $3.3 billion worth of net income, which wow. just so happens to be a big fat whopping 658% increase from the same period last year. Great number, Stage. In fact, Tesla's profit <laughs> result is by far the company's largest in recent history. But there's bad news for consumers too, B-Man, because Tesla's cheapest car, a Model 3, now costs $46,990 US dollars. That's up 34% from three years ago. Prices for Teslas are well and truly on the up. So what is the key learning? There is a direct relationship between supply chain issues, raw materials costs, and consumer pricing. Tesla says the wait list for its vehicles extends into next year. So basically, the price of Tesla cars that are ordered now, they're really anticipating supplier and logistics cost growth that's going to happen over the next 6 to 12 months. Meaning Tesla needs to raise its prices due to higher raw material costs. Supply chain problems, most notably a shortage of computer chips, this has led to cuts in production worldwide at virtually all car companies. And this has actually led to tight supplies of vehicles and record high prices for car buyers. And think about it, with inflation at a 40-year high, suppliers are under a lot of cost pressure. In some cases, Tesla says it's seeing suppliers request 20 to 30% increase in costs from the end of last year. So Tesla is passing on those mm -hmm. supply costs to consumers. Stage, it has been truly wonderful to have you in the co-host chair over the last few days. Thanks for having me, B-Man. Thanks for listening and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.